Right. There's never anything going on. There's always something going on with you. What? No, I'm as, you know, just down low as, as, as you can be. You're always up to some sort of shenanigans or nonsense or something. Right, always with my with one foot in an opportunity somewhere. Mm-hmm. Oh, I wish I could remember the exact verbiage of it. Um, on Final Wrestling Place, Tim and Marcus were talking about Marcus and his uh, opportunities, you know? Ah, yes, I know the ones that he does. Yes. And he just, he, he had mentioned, like, they're trying to find the right verbiage to say what he's up to without saying what he's up to, you know? Mm-hmm, right. I just I just hope he saves a couple of those nickels uh for some fancy gear, you know, some fancy new gear to start taking around, you know? That's all. Yeah. You know, you got to you got to spruce things up. You got you got to dress for the job you want, Joe. Right. You got to look like you got to look like you're TV ready, you know? Oh, that is true. I hear mm-hmm. there's a lot of, you know, phone calls going around, so there's a lot of something going around. But nothing's been up. Your weekend was fine. Yeah, watch the Raiders lose again. I I was going to ask, are the Raiders mathematically eliminated from everything at this point? I think they're close, but they're not mathematically. With the extra we, uh, week of football this year, there's still there's so there's still a chance, Joe. So right, you could have like an eight and eight team or an eight and nine team make it to the playoffs if they hit the wild card thing correctly. You know, right? I think there's twelve wild cards now or something. Jesus Christ. No, I don't know. I, I know. I think they added one more. It's all confusing. I, I don't follow that stuff. I just know that the Raiders are the, the best team that are underachieving this year. Too. I recall, like, I recall, um, you know, toward the waning days of my sports fandom, mm-hmm. 93, 94, whatever it was. And I remember however many teams there were in the NBA. Mm-hmm. And it was like, let's say it was like 30, 32, however many it was in 1994. And I think like over half of them were in the playoffs. I think that's the way hockey works, too. Yeah. And I'm like, really, guys, is this how we're going to narrow it down? You know, that's what where the kids today think everybody's special. If everybody gets into the playoffs, you know what I mean? But it's 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 been that way for almost you know, 30 years plus, you know? No, it has been, but I always tell my brother too, I'm like, he's a big hockey fan. He doesn't watch football, but I do. And he's like, oh, but hockey's, you know, this and that. And I'm like, listen, Larry, the the part where they pick my players to go and play football gets a better Nielsen rating than your your championships. (laughs) So go sit down. He always gets mad at that, so... The draft does better. Hockey has a very loyal and dedicated niche audience, let's say. Right, but it's better in person, I heard, Joe. I will say um, I went to a minor league game here at our local stadium. You like back when I had an office right. to go to, and they gave away tickets. Like, they're like, oh, just put your name in the thing. You'll get tickets <laughs> and you'll go, right? Right. And I put my name in, like I just like oh, whatever. I put my name in. We get it. We got them free. We don't get them. I'll just pawn them off on someone else. They're free tickets, right? Nobody mm-hmm. wants to go to this. And uh, we went, and I tell you, Todd, we weren't that. We weren't at the game for fifteen seconds. <laughs> it was like they, like I was like, oh, they do the intro, like, the national anthem. 
They bring the teams out. They do the little. They they do the little twirl around the ice. They set up the puck. Guy, the, the little little whistle goes off. Game starts. Some guys, you know, start hitting the puck. And within that fifteen second window, there was a fight. On and the ice. Uh huh. On the ice or in the crowd? On, on the ice. There was a fight <laughs> on the ice. And a guy got hit so hard, and there was so much blood, they had to delay the game 15 seconds in to scrape all of his blood off the ice. (laughs) Now, again, if we eliminate them putting a puck in a goal (laughs) and all this other nonsense and, like, all the different rules and icing and all this other stuff, and we just get, like, a bunch of drunk Canadians on skates Mm -hmm. and then put them on the ice and just say, last man standing, I guess, right? Right. I think that would be a better sport. Like that's the guys of hockey that that's what lies underneath hockey. Mm-hmm. But like they gamify it, you know, to kind of get around like I don't know, like MMA or cockfighting laws or something. <laughs> right. There's a there's a sports like uh, a guy like who has a radio show. Now it's a podcast, I think. He always says like uh, he goes hockey he goes hockey is literally guys with like clubs sliding around on the ice on knives on their feet. I was right. Like, I was like, that's a pretty good description, you know? Well, I never really, I watched hockey a little bit back when Gretzky was playing, but that was about it. I was like, mm-hmm. I can't get into this, you know? So maybe, maybe we'll go have a soon to be named network meet up at the, and go see a hockey game. Nah, I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think so either. Do you remember when they had arena football at the at the the sports complex where the hockey games are? Yes. And uh, what? Who was uh, the quarterback? You could you could set your watch to his haircut. Uh, Johnny Unitas was part owner of the team in Scranton Wilkesbury. Now that I didn't know. Yeah, because I remember my brother got a Johnny Unitas bobblehead, and he was at one of the games. And Johnny Unitas was in the box, like one of the what do they call them? The the the, the, uh, the luxury boxes. Yeah, yeah. And uh, my brother was like a few rows down from him, and he saw Johnny Unitas, and he was drunk, and he just climbed over the seats and into the box and asked him to sign it. Johnny was nice enough to sign it, and then they asked my brother to leave. It's like that episode of The Simpsons where Mr. Burns goes to the minor league baseball game and then he has the confrontation with Lenny. Right. Yeah. But, yeah. Oh, and then, did you see the crazed look in his eyes? <laughs> and then I remember going to – do you remember Paul who used to work at the comic shop? Sakakis? Yeah. I always say his last name. It was always a crazy last name. We went – I want to say it was for his bachelor party. Or something. We went and they got a luxury box, and we and we were watching the the or we got seats or whatever, and we were watching the game, and uh, they would say like, whenever some. Do you remember the the ground round was the restaurant down at the the Steamtown Mall? Yeah, yeah. So, I miss I miss the ground round. So do I. It was really good when it was before it went downhill. Um, so they would have like the thing on the, on the Titan Tron, if you call it, like somebody would get the first down and they would be like, there'd be the announcer would be like, and that's the ground round first down. Right. So along the way we were there and all of a sudden, like somebody would get a catch. And I was like, how come they don't do the Cooper seafood catch of the day? (laughs) 
right? Oh, there you go. So every catch of the football, I started chanting, and that's the Cooper Seafood catch of the day, right? By the end of the game, like there was like 20 people around us screaming that. And Paul hated that joke. Hated it. And every time they would catch the ball, everybody would look at each other like with that wide-eyed smile. And you like we're gonna say it, right? We're gonna say it. And it would be the Cooper Seafood catch of the day. Oh God, good memories. When I'm annoying people, I'm at my best. I was afraid on what the way that was going to go. Like that was very good storytelling in that you're, you're getting it over. And then you're like and 20 people. And I'm like, Oh, they're going to kick Todd's ass. <laughs> right. And I mean, I was just mad that I didn't get all 40,000 people that were in the stadium that night, Joe, this, uh, the Scranton, the, the, the Mohegan sun stadium bias doesn't hold 40,000 people. It did that night, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> that never gets old. Man. no, Oh my goodness. Uh, but yeah, so that was fun. But nothing else. You didn't do nothing. Stayed out of trouble, like you said. Yeah, I mean, I heard that the story was conveyed of that Adam got his uh, refund for the auto teeth stuff. Right. So I'm good there. And uh, then they did announce. I don't know if I mentioned this on the last, just as a final update uh, before they send it, uh, whenever they decide to do that, that they announced that you're able to use the tickets as many times as you want. Did I mention that on the show last time or no? Yeah. Cause the gimmick was supposed to be that you go to Walmart, you bring whatever it is up to the register, you scan that they print you out a code and then whatever it is that you brought up to the register, they just go put back on the shelf. Right. Well, that but was, you took one home. Right. But okay. So that was, that was announced by somebody at like online, they're like, oh, it works every time. So then like three or four weeks into this debacle, Auto T's like, yeah, here's our here's our UPC code. You, If you put it on your phone, just like we'll give you a picture, just scan it and register. You don't even need those tags. You don't even need those tags. Just do this. After four weeks of people asking, that's really the update. It was like, well, why didn't you say this before? Which makes me think, they didn't sell a lot of them, so they had because the tickets were going home. So they were like, "Oh well, we ha- we still have like eighteen thousand of these in the warehouse that we have to sell." So get the word out on online. So Auto T's doing really good, really good. Well, time will tell. You, you have your figures, and that's the most important thing, right? No, I don't have the figures yet. We'll see. What were the the figures that you tweeted out the other day? Those were the ones that were on. Those were the next batch of commons that were okay. going to be like at, and like they're everywhere. You can order them from Entertainment Earth or Big Bad Toy Story or wherever. But because the Mirage line is going to be uh, exclusive to hobby stores. So anybody who's like comic shops, um, gaming shops, like that kind of stuff, that's where they're at. So I was up at that Monstars in Dixon. Yes. And he just happened, like, he got them before Entertainment Earth, which is where I ordered them. So I just went in and canceled my orders because they're sitting right here on a shelf. Yeah, they're 2 or $3 more. And according to Adam, I could haggle, but I, I, I don't need to haggle because I have, oh, money in my wallet. <laughs> um, so I just bought them for, like, $3 more than I could have them set. To, but they're here. And, I, and he has 20 of them. 
so I get uh, quality control, whatever. Yeah, so yeah. I had the two that I wanted, and I was to take them home. And I do want a second Casey, um, but at the time, I just had, like, enough for the two of them in my pocket. So I was like, ah, I'm not going into, like, you know, credit card or my debit card. I just have money. I'll get these. And I'll go up. He has – he had 20 of them. I'll just go up and get another one. And if it's banged up, even better because that's the one I'm going to open. Mm-hmm. So – I'm still waiting on the the auto T ones, and so is everybody who it's officially after the 15 business days, and they were like, "Oh, like we said, wait 15 days." Like originally it was 15 days, and then everybody asked after the first 15 days, and then it was, "Oh, after 15 business days," and it's like, "Well, after 15 business days, we'll process your order, <laughs> oh and then God. you'll get a." <laughs> Then you'll get a, a a tracking number or whatever. So it keeps they keep moving the goalposts, Joe. And I don't know if you know like <laughs> any anything like that has ever happened to you. You know. So what's that meme that I saw someone s- uh, send out? Uh, how about that? It's uh, two weeks from everywhere. What a geolo- geolog- uh, geographical anomaly. We're two weeks from everywhere. If only I knew someone who could amend that. Uh, that's from uh, Old Brother Where Art Thou. Right, right. I love that. That scene had me pissing my pants when I watched the movie. So, yeah, I know a guy who could uh, adjust memes. I saw a good one today. So yeah, I got to keep that one close to the vest. Well, you shouldn't have let somebody you know have it because... Well, listen, whatever people... like, is it, I can't put it out, okay? Oh, okay, I see what you're saying now. Do you understand what I'm saying? I sent it to other people <laughs> privately, you know, and if they decide to do something with it, I can't stop them, you know? Right. But you you have plausible deniability now. Right. Right. Like, I don't know. They put it out there. It's not my burner account, you mm-hmm. know? It's not my $8 blue check putting it out there. Um. So was it, Um. it would be... Um, Change it from it's two weeks from everywhere. I have to think of the exact verbiage. It's it's uh, shipping. It's shipping from our overseas factory now from everywhere. That's not the right verbiage. Hang on. Right. We'll workshop it, you know. Right, right. I'm sure you know a guy who could do that. Mm-hmm. So it's just like um, instead of uh, two weeks from everywhere... It would be next few weeks from everywhere. Right. We have the exact geogra- verbiage, you know? Right. Yep. We have a geographical oddity. We're, you know. Right. Um, so I went to Philly this weekend on a whim mm-hmm. with the family. We went to this thing called the, uh, uh, the Museum of Illusions, Michael. It's an illusion. Yes. And it was really cool. It's just, you know, less of a museum and a bunch of like... It's like uh, like they took like converted office space right. and put like an, a bunch of optical illusion things there. But it's all like interactive stuff. My kids saw it online and we decided to take them. And uh, it was in the part of Philly that's good. So it's <laughs> the part I'm unfamiliar with, right? Of course. Because we're like, you know, like we were like touristing it up because I'm like, eh, you know, I, I know where South Philly's is. I know where Tony and Nick's is. You know, I know there's the Ikea around the corner. There's the Foreman Mills. You know, just keep your head down. Don't make eye contact. You're good. 
but this was like a you know a gentrified uh, in, in a nice area, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, they had a thing. And then we walked around. We were looking for something to eat. We didn't find anything. We went a couple blocks over, which is like kind of more like the bar district, right? Right. And things were like I don't want to say a little sketchy. But there certainly were like a lot of like restaurants that don't exist anymore, a lot of a lot of sidewalk construction. So you're like walking in the street, you know. Right. Um. So, but right by where we parked on the corner, uh, was this place called Ping Pod. Okay. Okay. It's like a freestanding, all glass window, like glass top to bottom, well lit. And there's like, I'm trying to think, uh, there's like six ping pong tables in there, okay? Mm-hmm. And it's un, it's unstaffed, but it's open 24 hours a day. Right. The only way that you can get in it, you gotta download their app, you gotta create an account, you gotta schedule your time, and then like, there's different things. And if you, if you want an employee there, that's extra. Okay. And you can make that decision there, but then what you need to do is you need to go through their app, Schedule your time, pay, perfect, you're good. Now you have to send a request to the other person that you're going to play with, because obviously you can't play ping pong alone. Then once you send the request to that other person, they get a code to unlock the door. Oh, okay. Right. So it took us a couple minutes to figure it out. We're not the most tech-savvy family in the world. Um, But it's like 15 minutes for a half hour. To mess around in this ping pong place. So wait a minute. You just said it's fifteen minutes for a half hour. Uh, fifteen dollars for a half okay, hour. Okay, that's why I didn't know what way. Fifteen dollars. Right. I know if it was thirty dollars for fifteen nope. minutes or fifteen dollars nope. for thirty. Gotcha. I misspoke. Again, fifteen dollars for a half hour, and then they have like the things in there, like it's um, uh, like it's a hotel room where they have like the. Oh, what the hell do you have in the hotel room where it's like, oh, you want a bottle of water? It's like $19, you know, that sort oh, of thing. Oh, it's, yeah, the, yeah. Yeah, they'll, you know, scan your account and they'll charge it to your account or whatever it was. But like I said, my kid liked it. I just, I can't understand how that business model works. Right now, okay, I have questions about this. Okay. So you sign up for the app and you could get a code. You want to play, gets the door open for you, right? Well, no, so, right. So I, I, I get the app, I register, I pay. I can't open the door until I send a request to someone oh. else who I'm going to play. Because, again, you can't play ping pong alone. Well, you can if you bring your son. See, that's what I was I want to see how they got around the you go in with your wife and kid and just play. You know what I mean? Right. So my kid has a phone, so I just sent it to him. Right. Or I could have sent it to my wife, or I could have sent it to whoever, but then I don't get the code to open up the door. They get the code to open up the door. Okay. And then you then you both would have to pay $15, though, right? No. Oh, okay. It's $15 for you to get the table for the half hour. If I wanted to bring 20 people in with me, I could have brought 20 people oh. in with me. See, where I was going was that it would be 15 on each side. You know what no, I mean? No, it's $15 for the half hour to gotcha. gain okay. entry to the building, the whatever, right? Right. I thought they were maybe running an opportunity then. You know? Well, they are running an opportunity. It just, you know, I don't know how they make money with this opportunity. Now, where are, like, is all the equipment just there? Yes. 
Okay, so how come people are just walking out the door with those expensive ping pong balls? That's a great question. I'm I'm sure they're overhead on ping pong balls. Um, you know, those are pretty much a write off. You know. Right. Okay. I know we can get a lot of ping pong balls for fifteen bucks mm-hmm. and paddles. But and again, because it's table. it's so well lit, I'm sure everything's on camera. They have all my information. They yeah. know I was in there. So if I let like twenty people in, and those twenty people decide we're going to steal a ping pong table, mm-hmm. they're just going to charge me for the ping pong table that my friend stole. That is true. So you want to have your your only your most trustworthy friends in there with you. Mm-hmm. And in Philly, all I know is attention deficit criminals. So wow, what did you see? One above the sink in the bathroom? No, <laughs> no. So I so the, the, Philly was fun. Uh, my kid really liked the ping pong thing, uh, but he did express interest in maybe going to New York again. We might. And again, we haven't even discussed this, but we'll see. We can't go uh, to New York when it's cold, God forbid. Right. Uh, but I think he would get a kick out of seeing the tree, you know, like well, touristy cool. stuff. Rockefeller yeah. Center. You know, he's a Christmas kid. So, you know. Go to FAO Schwartz and see all the no toys there anymore or whatever. We were already there. He didn't dig it that much, you know. That's right. But at Christmas, it's different. Right. Well, well, I guess we'll find out, you know. Who knows? Yeah. yeah. Uh, so we had Halloween this week. It was on a Monday, trick-or-treating. Everybody closes up shop early, and we got out late, so we didn't get a chance to go to a ton of places, but that's fine, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and I got one more thing to discuss with you, and this is something that I haven't brought up, but it's something that's been going on for a while. And I need your thought process on it, just like, you know, where you where you come down on something like this, Okay. okay. Uh, I live in a house, I got a driveway, and we got two cars, okay? Mm-hmm. Both our cars fit there. Even if someone comes comes to visit, we could pull our cars up a little bit further. We could even fit a third car into the driveway if we really wanted to, you know? Right. Uh, we don't have a ton of people over, but if they did, you know, people can park in front of the house. That's no big deal. Uh, there has been a van uh, parked in front of my house. And I say parked loosely uh, for the last four months. Okay. Um, has not moved an inch in well over four months. I think the car is abandoned. Now, there, go ahead. when I go on my pokey walks, you know, I, I take the same route all the time. And I've seen situations where a car has been parked in a place for three days and not moved, and it's got the big giant orange sticker on the window of like, move this car. Yep. There's four months. I have called the authorities and said, hey, you know, just giving you a heads up. This car's been here. Um, like, the tires aren't flat or nothing, but like the one window on the passenger side to keep the window closed, they have packs of cigarettes jammed in there. Right. Um, I go, I think the car might be abandoned. I don't know. It's been in the same spot in front of my house for four months, you know, two months, three months, four months. I don't call the police every day. I call once a month. I call the first of the month and I'm just like, Hey, that car's still here. Yeah. We'll send someone out to check it out. See what's going on. Okay. Still here. Um, should I care? You should care. 
Um, not I, I'm of, I'm of the mind the street is free reign kind of a deal. Yeah. Like I'm not one of those guys like you know when the people get into the shootouts over where they shoveled out their spot kind of a deal. Yeah, yeah. Um, I got a driveway. I don't have to worry about it. Exactly. But out in front of your house, you you want you want to get this rectified quick, Joe. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do. If you, see if you could find a payphone. I know they're hard to find. Yeah. Go from a payphone. Okay. Don't use the Joe Sposto official, you know, phone. Be like, there's a van. On this street, mm-hmm. there's a real rotten smell coming out of it. Ah, uh, okay. I don't know. It's bad. Yeah. With, you know, the window's slightly, you know, it's held up by, you know, something weird. Like, there's something jammed in there. Yeah. But man, I smell something bad coming. Can you send somebody around? I'm nervous. I think, you know, whatever. And then your name is, you know, Steve Trevor, whatever. It don't matter. I got to go. I got to get to work. Thank you. Bye. When they, you know, who are they going to, they're going to call that pay phone back if they have to. And I guarantee you they'll come out and check that car or van. If I tell them it smells bad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like a rotten smell coming out of it. So I thought we would have been saved because like they do the, the street cleaning gimmick, you know? Right. And they post up the things that say like days in advance. That says, like, hey, um, you know, we're coming with the street sweeping on this day between these times. Mm-hmm. No parking on the street or your car will be towed. Yeah. I guess okay. that doesn't mean shit, right? That do- and I learned it doesn't. Because the, the, the sign was posted on the telephone pole in front of my house, in front of the car. And the street sweeping people just went right around the car. That was them trying to, you know, give the Iggy to the whoever owns the van, but they really don't care. You know? mm-hmm. They're too busy stopping shootouts at schools, Joe. So, yeah, there ain't no shootout. There's a lot of schools by me, and there ain't no shootouts. Right? When there's wasn't there one just recently at one of the Wilkesbury schools? Not the, like, um, the high schools or something. Mm. Oh, or maybe they found, or maybe there was no. Sh- Shoot up, but they definitely grabbed a couple of teenagers. A couple of teenagers showed up with guns. That's what it was. That were having problems with one of the teachers. Mm. So, but like that might be with, that be, might be over there, not where my kid goes to school. You know, right? No, that he's too young for that. I was talking definitely high school. Right. I don't know. I would just you know that's the road I would go. I would be sneaky about it. Okay. Straightforward gets nothing done. Uh, and again, I could t- I could attest that you know the last three months of me calling, you know, mm-hmm. yeah. I just find somebody with a with a rollback. We'll get it out of there. Mm-hmm. There's no more payphones though uh, in the vicinity. There was the one, um, you know, where the Taco Bell is now. Yeah. And there was one up where you get on uh, the turnpike up by me. Right. There's one. I don't know if it works because I go eat there every once in a while. Is the Glider Diner still has a payphone in there? Oh, it does. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I don't think that'll help you when you say, "Hey, I'm, there's a van nearby." Yeah. It stinks. We're calling from Scranton. But, yeah. Well, I don't have I... Too many uh, payphones anymore. Too many drug deals were getting done on payphones. Joe. 
Not, not enough. Not enough, if you ask me. That is true. That is true. So I look forward to asking you every week from now on. So how's your van? Right. Well, we'll see. Like I said, I just called them today. We'll see if anything. I'm, and I'll even go you one further. Uh, two weeks ago when my wife went to the uh, wedding, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, she was seated at a table with a cop from our area. And like just casual conversation, she just mentioned it. And, you know, April can kind of get stuff done and, you know, that I can't, you know, mm-hmm. especially like she couldn't get stuff done over the phone, whereas in person she can get stuff done. Gee, really? Yeah. Wow. Uh, we're over the phone. Usually I'm pretty good. I got a nice, big, loud voice. <laughs> yes, you do. Um, But the guy's like, oh, yeah, we'll send someone out to look at it and we'll put a sticker or a ticket or something on it or whatever. Right. And that was like. Uh, you know, that was like two weeks ago and nothing happened. Um, so we'll see. I don't know. We'll we'll update this. I gotcha. Yeah. And if push comes to shove, I say I just tie a like an old tire to the front of our back of my truck mm-hmm. and I just push it a few feet and block your driveway. Oh, there you go. And then once it's blocking the driveway, it's like, hey, you have to tow this. I can't get my car out or in, yeah, yeah. You know? And you're good to go. There's lots of shady shit. My family was good at that stuff. All right. I'd rather it block the neighbor's driveway. She's a busybody. Yeah, but here's the thing. If I'm pushing it, she's going to call that I'm pushing it in front of her house. And then she's going to get my license plate, blah, blah, blah. If I do it in front of your house, you're not going to report that I did it. No, but one of the, like, all the, the ring door cameras might catch you doing it. Ah, I'll just have to steal a car then. Right. But yeah, there's lots of there's lots of stuff. We'll figure something out. All right. Well, I knew I could I knew I could uh, rely on you to help me break the law. Yep. Hey, anytime. All right. So, uh, thanks everyone for listening. To episode four sixteen of uh, Todd's Law Breaking Hour or whatever <laughs> this is. Uh, I know. You know. I'm a criminal now. Attention deficit criminal, I That's think. Right. Longbox Heroes After Dark. Uh, Patreon.com slash Longbox Heroes. Amazon affiliate link in all the show notes. Uh, Public store sales things, what have you. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Support the show. Tell a friend. Let them know what we're doing over here. I agree. All right. Catch everyone next week. Thanks for listening. Bye. You're listening to the soon-to-be-named network, the Lamborghini of Podcast Networks.